Hey, welcome to Sippin' on Scripture. I'm Michael. I'm John. And I'm Ashley. We're three friends talking life, faith, and scripture with a cold drink in hand. Cheers! Hi guys, welcome to Sippin' on Scripture. Hey, today we're talking about sex. So if you have little ears around, not that we're going to be talking about anything raunchy, it's probably best if they weren't around while we're talking about this. Or turn it up. (laughs) 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 Gotta learn about it sometime, kids. (laughs) Um, What are we drinking today, John? Uh, Today we're drinking a Bahama Mama Real Rum Cocktail by Bacardi. And uh, it's not bad. It's uh, made with real rum. So... No artificial flavors. No artificial flavors. You can tell. (laughs) I actually did not care for it. Sometimes artificial flavors just, you know, it might kill you, but it tastes better. Yeah. It tastes like suntan lotion to me. Is that what Bahama Mama is supposed to taste like? I think so. Because Bahama Mama. Yeah, you just go up and lick a mama (laughs) in the Bahamas. (laughs) It basically tastes like that. (laughs) Well, it's definitely not my favorite. So maybe the next drink. Yeah. But, but no harm done. No harm done. Here we go. We got to try it. We did. So what are we talking about with sex today? Um, We've got a couple little, you know, headliner things. So the first one is, what does sex mean for us as each individual? Mm. What does sex mean for you? For me, it's about the connection, um, the fun, and it's also kind of a way for me to submit to my spouse which is michael so it's kind of fun that we're <coughs> sitting here talking about this Ew, gross get a room <laughs> what about for you john yeah it's really about the connectedness and uh getting close and feeling your partner's spirit you know and their vulnerability it's it's magical <laughs> michael yeah i I mean, it, it is really just like connecting with your spouse. And um, for me, it's, it's you know, a way to release, you know, negativity from in between, I, if you will, um, you know, times that you have sex. And it gives me time to kind of let everything else that's bottled up in my brain kind of go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you just really get that release from stress. Okay, so that was what we say about sex, but what does God say about sex? God says sex is good. Expand. <laughs> Expound. I don't have all that prepared, but um, <laughs> I mean, every, everything about sex is basically um, it's a way to connect with your, well, not just connect with your spouse. So the Bible says, um, you know, having sex with, your spouse or, or anyone really um, brings you into, you know, from two flesh to, well, from one flesh to two flesh. Technically, it, it talks about how the connection with you and your spouse is actually a trinity, and they kind of compare it to the trinity, um, you, your spouse, and, and God, which is mm. interesting. Um, but it's also for pleasure, so, and the Bible does talk about that. So essentially to become one yeah, for sex. Yeah, where it's like in the beginning when Adam and Eve were uh, split apart, 
they were actually one in the atom before they were broken apart. And once they did that, the act of sex is like trying to reunify into that one flesh being that was so close to God. I kind of took it a different route when I thought about this question. Um, I feel like God wants us to invite him in. I know that kind of might seem strange at first, but he does. He wants to be welcome into that connection that you and your spouse share, just like Michael said, having that Trinity effect. But it's Um, not like asking God, be like, hey, God, come on in. (laughs) Come on in. No, but some of the, I think some of the best experiences we've had, you know, with sex is is praying with each other beforehand. Mm. So, and I feel like, they, I can pinpoint and remember that specific time that we did that. And it was a different experience in a yeah. good way, but it, it was different. What, what were you going to ask? You said, what does the Bible say about pleasure? Yeah, I was going to ask that. I thought you mm-hmm. were. Before I was going to ask. Oh. That's what he, that he, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he, like, he asked half the question and then he, he you, you talked about something and then I remembered that he asked. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, the Bible in Genesis is like, you know, um, be fruitful and multiply, which is mm-hmm. like have sex for a baby. Like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's verses in the Bible like uh, like the Song of Songs, uh, chapter 7. Um, you are slender like a palm tree and your breasts are like its clusters of fruit. I said I will climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like grape clusters and your fragrance of your breath be like apples. May your kisses be as exciting as the best wine. Oh, God. Ooh, oh, my, oh, my Lord. I didn't know this was in the Bible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I read the Bible. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there's stuff like that where it's like, clearly it's not just, you know, yeah, multiply. It's 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 a connection with your spouse and it's it's fun. And, um, I mean, I'm about to I want to climb your palm tree. Oh, jeez. I also feel like God wants us to put each other before ourselves. So I was reading this devotional and it said, having sex does not mean that we insist on sex our way. We're not to be selfish, but rather be mindful of each other and the needs of both. Sex in a marriage involves the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual becoming one flesh. And that was the devotional from the Bible app. And I really like that. And it's true. We need to be aware of each other and we can't make it all about me mm-hmm. in the moment. Yeah, it's definitely a lose yourself in somebody else kind of moment. And that's that's what I like about it. It's like, I don't have to think about me this whole time. I'm thinking about you. Ooh. <laughs> um, Shaking them trees. <laughs> oh, dear. And that's almost selfish. <laughs> I'm thinking about you. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, okay, so what are some pitfalls that could be between couples when it comes to sex. Communication. <laughs> Stolen. Oh. Anyway, say it your way because you're, you're more articulate. Well, I think that communication is really key. <laughs> but how can it be a pitfall? Well, it, lack of communication is a pitfall because if you're not expressing your wants slash needs, then you're giving a sort of mystery to your partner and then they're trying to solve it and it's not you know it's they could do the wrong thing and then you're upset and all that it's like just go out and communicate what you want right so 
communication in the sense of um, it's almost like a humility thing where you have to like, you have to be comfortable with that conversation as well. Like for me to tell Ashley what I want is uncomfortable really? but for me, but for me not to is stupid. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what about it makes it uncomfortable? Is that just your, I was going to say, we've been type? together for a long time, so you can't be open about certain things like that. No. I can, Ooh. I should be. You are if it's like in a <laughs> if you're within company and everybody's talking about it. Right. Yeah. You, but if you just and like I now, you were just this intimate conversation mm-hmm. though. Have we? I look, said you look have. back. No, I'm saying like N- now. Could I said you? you wouldn't. I would. I just would be uncomfortable. Oh, interesting. So what about it makes it uncomfortable? I don't know. You just told her you wanted to jump on her tree and, <laughs> and eat them little fruities. <laughs> I don't know. If I didn't say, I didn't say eat the fruities. <laughs> oh dear! Reel it um, back in, boys. Reel it in. Reel it in. Sorry, sorry. But yes, I do. Um, I don't know. I okay, mean, so then it becomes more of like a humility pride thing. Like you have to be able to talk about maybe uncomfortable things. Oh yeah. Like, Which is yeah. And it might be hard, and so that communication might be hard to. Mm. Especially if about. you don't know what you want. Maybe you just don't know. I know. Um, I had lack of communication down. I also had priorities down, um, which falls into like the season of life. Like for women, when we have kids, we don't want to do it with you after we had the kid because we have a kid. That's 24 7. You should probably, not everyone. Okay. Most women. I want to clarify that. I mean, right. There's some women watching, listening right now going, I have sex. (laughs) You're right. You're right. So maybe for just me, that's been the hardest time is like those transitions of seasons of life or one kid after another, or you're in a rut because of like a hard time or something. And you, it does get pushed. Yeah. Falling into routine and getting into that can um, make it hard to, have novelty and Mm -hmm. it's like sex should be a novel thing because you know it's exciting it's adventurous you want to bring something new and it's hard to if you're just doing the same thing every single day and getting that rut yeah i also think now this might be a hot topic is that if you've had multiple sex partners i feel like a little piece of yourself can be with all your other partners and that's something you can't give to your spouse. Like you can't fully give them that. Explain what that means. Like if someone went and had sex with, you know, four women, a piece of that time is with each of the, those women. And then Mm -hmm. you come to your wife Mm -mm. and you're gonna, you can't forget those four other times. I mean, I guess you could, but it would be like a piece of... So then the question is like, where does forgiveness fall into that? I never said that you can't forgive because I feel like you can. um, But I feel like for that person, it's not something special that you guys have shared because your spouse might have shared it with other people before Mm -hmm. you. I think it comes down to, um, and that's called a soul tie. Yeah. Is what you're talking about. Yeah. So each each person you sleep with, you, le- you leave a little bit of your, your soul with them. 
But the argument in my eyes is I don't disagree with that because who, who am I to disagree with any logic, I guess. Um, but you're basically saying that that God is not all-powerful and all-forgiving, if you say that. Because it's a sin. It's, a, it's an equal sin as every other sin. So if you say so you're a part of your soul, you know, as a punishment is with someone else. That's saying, okay, did, did God not forgive me for that sin? Because why am I being punished for it? But do you think you can forget about those times if you've done I'm, those things? <clears throat> as, I, an, oh, go ahead. as an example, so Ashley was a virgin. I was not. The only time I ever think about anyone else is when you bring it up. So for me, my soul tie is, is you bringing it up. I'm only tied to those people because I'm reminded. I never think about like any past experience. It's I don't I don't even like it's not even like it's not that it wasn't good or fun or whatever, but I don't even think about it. It's been it's been 15 16 years and until you bring it up, you bring it up and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." And then the memories flood back. I don't I'm not I'm not remembering those times. So for me it's like, "Okay, I've asked for forgiveness. I feel like I've received it." from God and myself, but am I forgiven from you? I so, mean, yes. And we've had this conversation before. I just like, I don't know because I've, like you said, I didn't have sex before you. So I don't know how much of that connection or that soul tie is with others. I would say, um, I would say none. If you've forgiven yourself and you've asked for forgiveness yeah. from, from God. I, I don't believe, I believe that in the time I think that soul ties and people, I think that the, the teachers of that, and there are some, there are some preachers that really preach on this. I think the soul tie is legitimate in finding your spouse. I think that's when the soul tie yeah. is really strong is when, when you do that and you're sleeping around and you're doing other things and then you're looking for your spouse. I think it's harder to find a spouse because your, your, your soul is tied with all these other people and you're, you're like, comparing and you remember because it's fresh i think after marriage in the years go by i think that that's that's over yeah. right and that's that's interesting because in the the wedding that we just went to last weekend um the guy uh, the pastor he was saying you know you're, you're now leaving behind your lives before this and starting a, a new life fresh mm -hmm. with right. this one so i don't you know i think Yes, you're going to soul tie to your partner, to your new wife. That's going to be the most important thing. Anything in the past, like you can't get any, you can't get that time back with that person. Yes, but you also can't get times that you <clears throat> might have not seen a movie with them or missed going on a a trip with them that they went on. But I do agree that, that soul ties are, are real. I just think that you can outgrow them. Yeah, yeah. And I do think, I mean, Michael and I, before our relationship started, we did have those hard conversations because it was a topic, you know? And yeah. so I think, like he said, it took him forgiving himself and talking with God and then him and I just going through and me accepting it and moving on. Yeah. Now let's and turn you, that around. And you forgiving him. Yeah. yeah. So let's turn that around now and say, for people who aren't married... Um, let's talk about premarital sex because that's hard. 
It is hard. And it's very yeah, it's very common. Yeah, all, common. Yeah, and all of us had sex before we got married. Well, <clears> yeah, <throat> yeah, yeah. I was say actually didn't, but yeah, I mean with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, got me. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think the people who do wait, I think there is a special connection there. Mm-hmm. Um, where they were like, okay, I don't care. I don't care about the sex. Like they're getting married without the sex. Yeah. And I think that's a special connection where you're like, I'm not getting married because of, you know, I know what I can get or I know what I can do physically. Um, you're getting married out of soul emotion. Yeah. And, um, and having God as your goal, your right. number one goal. So that's a, I think that is a big deal. I think, I think it's super important to make God the priority and say, you know what, God, your word says this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go beyond that. You're first. We're second. We're going to wait till marriage. I think that's a huge deal. Yeah. I also think it comes down to like teaching because when I was growing up, it was, you don't do this, the end. Like it was a very like fear driven rule Mm -hmm. and it wasn't ever like taught why, why don't, why, why don't we do that? You know what I mean? And like, so when it came down to Michael and I, it was one of those things where I had a hard time. Like, do you remember that? Like it was mentally like fear driven in my mind like if i did this is god gonna hate me you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so it it was emotionally hard because i just wasn't like explicitly taught why that was wrong Mm. and that that's a lot of people yeah i know yeah so i feel like if people dived a little deeper into why you know waiting till marriage is important Mm. Maybe more people would wait. Maybe not. I mean, but. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. Even raising kids, you know, it's like you should have reasons behind your rules. I I know I say, because I said so, (laughs) (laughs) I say that all the time and don't give reasons, but you really should have reasons for your rules as to why you should follow them. You know, I agree. No, I do. Oh. (laughs) Everyone looked at me and I was like, I I don't have a comment. Oh. (laughs) Don't, don't look at me. I don't have a comment to that. I mean, but I do feel like we can be forgiven. Like, say you did have premarital sex. Like, that is goes back to the whole forgiveness thing between yeah. yourself and God and moving and on. And I think there's that. something to be said about you being in a committed relationship, even if it's before marriage, that it can be a powerful tool in your relationship if you're not getting married or whatever mm-hmm. um, or getting married in the future at some point. What is sex? Yeah. Having sex. If you're committed to one person and plan on marrying them. Like a, a tool to, to help your relationship. If you're waiting, waiting to get, if you're, Waiting to get married at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I got confused. I don't know. I'm confused now. <laughs> but you said that and I was like, sex could be sex could be a good tool. Yeah. So like having sex before you're married could be a good tool? Yeah. And I don't think I disagree with that. So you're saying you would go back and Yeah, definitely. And wait with Ashley? I would if I if I could. Yeah. And, yeah. I wouldn't take a time would? machine because I, I, you know, you do that and then 
our kids would come out different and I don't want that. Yeah. So, um, but yes, if, if, if things were different, I would have waited if I was smarter. If I had the, if I had the knowledge I have now back in, I don't know when I was 14 or whatever. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would have waited. Um, none of those relationships were fulfilling and, yeah. and God driven. And, but do you think that it, it is your, not anything in your past, but just your guys's relationship do you think that the sex has or would have changed if you would have waited do you think it i think it would have built more uh anticipation anticipation and i think it would have made us draw closer in other ways when michael and i got together i mean it was a long time before we decided to have sex so it Mm. did give us a lot more time to talk and focus on other things now mm-hmm. not to say it wasn't like in the forefront of you know yeah situations but it did give us a chance to like connect you know more socially and emotionally i feel like mm-hmm. yeah okay so <laughs> premarital sex <laughs> is I, yeah. I think i think people should wait i don't i don't think it's a good tool to say it's going to help you in your long-term relationship I think the long-term relationship. I think you're gonna you're gonna grow together in better ways than physical touch. Mm-hmm. If for a guy that's hard, um, for for a girl that's hard. But I think that's I think that might be one of the reasons why people got married so young in the Bible. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe maybe there was like, okay, we're we're holding out till marriage, so let's get married tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like or yeah, you know, I'm like I'm like 13. I just discovered yeah that thing down there. And, Hey, that lady over there wants to get married. All right, let's yeah, go. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so I, you know, I mean, but nowadays you get married a little later. I would say the average is, I don't know. Right? Probably 25. I was yeah. like 24 is what I was going to say. So it's pretty, it, yeah, it's got to be somewhere around there. Yeah. But I, I agree too. I mean, if I could go back and have the knowledge that I had, I would wait and I'm going to pursue that for my own kids and teach them in a way that they should wait. Mm-hmm. 27. Oh, wow. I mean, don't you agree? You're going to teach our kids to wait? Yeah, try, but you, you know, you tell them to do something, they do the opposite. So I, know, I might just be like, go do it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. But, but um, not doing it the fear way, but doing it in a more. You have to be tr- taught. Yeah, taught. You know. Yeah. Explained. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I think I got taught more by my friends than I did anybody else. So about it you know and every every discussion i had about it was like you should go do it now oh, i didn't have yeah. like a parent showing me or teaching me like anything um your parents didn't have that conversation with you no no <gasps> my time. parents didn't have what? that conversation with me. No. shout out to my dad who sat me down and we had that very awkward conversation <laughs> No, we and we, also health works because you both went to health works that was so basically my talk there. um <laughs> i went to health works and Within the first fifteen minutes, like made a joke and got kicked out. So <laughs> oh. I never had I never had that joke either. So you didn't that. even get to finish it. <laughs> no, never got to talk. It's wow. no wonder you don't know your way around it. <laughs> That's not funny. You don't know. All right. How can we in our relationships overcome some lulls? Because we all have those lulls in sex. It's like the same thing. It's like communication. It's just talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Talk to each other. Okay. Besides talking. The l- uh, you know what? Here, teasing. Let me. 
let me put that question back on you as a woman what would make it what would make the lulls better or how would how could you get out of the lulls from that devotional i read here's a good quote communication (laughs) the better you pursue your wife outside of the bedroom the better your sex life is in the bedroom and what does that mean the more you pursue and like, do I mean, other things besides I mean, physical you, things. I understand. I'm just the better sex is going to be. So, which the, in a female's mind, let me interrupt and, and tell you what a female's mind is saying. Ew. A female's mind is like, send me flowers. Yeah. And I just wanted her to write me sweet nothings on Facebook <laughs> so the world can see. And <laughs> like stuff that's not nobody's business. Like they just, send me a uh, Taco Bell at lunchtime, please. Uh. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, that's what the, that's what women want. They want, yeah, I know. they want, they want food, flowers and sweet nothings that the world can see. Yeah. I that's just the three, to, that's to the explain key. that as to what it means to pursue no. outside the bedroom. You're not like following her around the house. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're not in the bedroom. I'm following no. you. I, yeah. No, you like that. Don't you? I, I'm not going to disagree, but I'm no. going to say it's all comes back to your love language. So whatever that is, I feel like acts of service you know doing things around the house Mm -hmm. or helping out in a way without being asked or yeah you know saying nice things not on facebook but maybe in a text or i don't know just i know let's just go with that i know i know i agree with you yeah 100 percent. and i feel like as guys other things besides just jumping on top of each other help too (laughs) no as a man (laughs) yeah i know there's other things that we can do as women that can help turn you on that's right yeah so tell us let's turn it back on you guys what first you first you smile and say hi (laughs) smile say hi then take your clothes off and then we just and then we just jump on each other (laughs) you guys are bad no Uh, no we're dudes (laughs) that's Um, how dudes are yeah but if there's lulls or you know there's times where you guys don't want to do it Right? Yeah, there is. I mean, there is. There's, I mean, there's, there's days. I mean, if if there's a week where you know you oh. are often physically touched in your love language, you, you know, you might be like, okay, I'm good. Um, or if you get in a time of of busy, you know, like there's there's times that we're like, I'm just working like crazy, and I just leave me alone. I mean, if you if yeah. you if you if you initiated it, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna do it. But there's times. I mean, there's times I'm not gonna want to initiate it. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and getting past that is getting past the times that are really stressing you out. The you know the work that you're doing, um, or you distracting. You know, you, I mean, if if you said if if I if I was stressed and there was a lull and and, and you came up and was like, hey, like, come here. And then we like did something. It's like, okay, well, that's that was that was you getting out of the law, the law, because I was in one. Um, but I think that's the only time, really. Is. So basically, men are cavemen, and women are the smart ones. And you guys are just ready to pounce whenever. Sometimes, yeah, most of the time, we're supposed to be. Gross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why, is, why is it gross? Uh, okay. If you could do a sex challenge, what would you do? 
I'm not going first. All right, I will. I'm going to go first now. You spoke I think, too soon. I think getting those... Uh, I, I want to get some of those adventure books. Yeah. <laughs> those are good. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I really want to do that. I think that'd be great to set aside, set aside a plan. Oh, what was that one book that everybody read back in... I don't know. It must have been eight or nine years ago. I have no idea. It was like a challenge book. Don't know. You gave it to us. I Not, gave it to you? Yeah. I no. don't know. Shoot. That was a long time ago. But I think those types of challenge yeah. books help you do different things or, you know, have you guys get out of your comfort zones. And yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I, I really like that. I'm going to get one of those. My goal should be not just buy those, but use them because <laughs> I have some of those, but yeah. you got to pull them out and use them. Yeah. And that, that, that goes back on us for, you know, actually wanting to do the challenges and. Oh, I want to. <laughs> um, or learn better ways to tease and turn on throughout the day. That's a good one. Yeah. Is, that, is that your challenge for yourself? Yeah. Or not a tease and turn on all day? Tease and turn. It's a tea and tease. <laughs> um, Just dynamite. <laughs> I have a... Oh, my gosh. For me, as a woman, I'm more of like the submissive type. So, for me, it would be to initiate a little bit more mm. on things. Because, I mean, unless Michael initiates, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I want to do it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so being initi- the initiator. Mm-hmm. But I also think doing, there's a bunch of devotionals on the Bible app in regards to sex. And so if you're like Michael and feel uncomfortable talking about certain things, the app, you go through the devotion together. And then at the end, it has like a little, where you guys can talk back and forth, mm. like a little form. Oh, that's cool. And so you may be able to have some of those awkward hard weird conversations <clears throat> within yeah. there it's i think it's better to oh <clears throat> sorry <laughs> it's better to be prompted yeah because it's hard to come up with things to say on just on i mean your it's own not brain. anything about like what do you want to do yeah, but it's, it's like, like <laughs> about the devote <laughs> i mean it's about what was said and you guys can kind of it's like a sentence starter and yeah yeah it's an icebreaker yeah sounds good I think we nailed it, right? Or is there more? I think that's great. I think that was yes. good. So we each kind of have our own challenges. And next week, get ready because we're going to talk about some marriage. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bye. So let's cheers. Cheers out with your... I got with your sex dreams out. <laughs> <laughs> have a great week, guys. Thank you.